0: And welcome to My Public Life as an American Nerd. I am your host, David K. Montoya. All right, gang, we are back. And I decided to do something a little different. Um, I know normally I go through, and there's been plenty of stuff to to talk about. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned that uh, the family and I went and seen Lion King. And I will do a quick review. It was excellent. There. Okay. Okay. But what I wanted to do this week is to bring somebody in because this individual, our guest this week, has been really instrumental in rebuilding the brand, rebuilding the business to the point where she is now the editor-in-chief of something that I hold very, very dear to my heart in that position is very, very special to me because of who originally held it. And she holds that position. And she is one of, okay, without trying, without like spilling the whole beans at a, a minute and 15 seconds into the show, let me go ahead and introduce our guest, Mrs. Stephanie Barty. Welcome.
1: <laughs> sure, get me all choked up and. and- Weepy at the beginning of the show. Thanks a lot. Hello, everybody.
0: One of the reason why I wanted to bring Stephanie on was simply because she has been so instrumental in everything. And and from the point of, well, let's start in the beginning. You know, they always say the best place to start is in the beginning. And the beginning was last year in it was May, I believe, if memory serves me correctly. Uh, it was roughly yeah. around my birthday time. Um, and at the time, managing editor Mike Lutz introduced me to Stephanie.
2: go ahead. that fateful
1: group chat.
0: <laughs> so go ahead and, and pick up where I left off.
1: Um, he, I had put out a post looking for an editor for my book. And he was looking to, I've known Mike forever. And he was looking to expand his repertoire because he was editing for the magazine. And he wanted to um, bump up his editing skills. So I sent him my book. And then he sent it on to you. And he was telling me all about the magazine. And I should submit stories to the magazine. And, yeah, then we chatted. I pitched my book to you. And you've been stuck with me ever
2: since. <laughs>
1: I wouldn't say stuck. I kind of... I kind of came in with a manuscript and then took over. <laughs> <laughs> Told you in my bio, world domination. Yes, eh, you know it takes time. Mm-hmm.
0: So what had happened was, I I had an opportunity. We were we, we were in the middle of the first year of relaunch for the world of myth, and I I. Want to say that I I tried to make it my my mission to have the the whole book. I think I only read it. Only took me like a week to read it. If yeah, I remember it was right. fairly quick. And yeah. it was like because I sat down and I started reading, and because I'm one of those kooky Americans, and and you know, Steph is from Midland, Ontario, Canada. She she writes in the the wrong
1: English. no 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 no, no. it's not the wrong english it's the queen's english where all english stems from then it gets to america and you forget the use
0: yeah okay even though it's not
1: all
2: about you it's all about me
0: (laughs) (laughs) and so but i was able to you know read through it very quickly it sucked me in the story sucked me in and Not a lot of people know that I I literally had sat down only maybe a couple months prior, maybe a little bit more than that now that I'm thinking about it, and I I had wrote out what I was going to do in in terms of rebuilding the company and make it even better than the last incarnation.
2: The book. The book, yes.
1: (laughs) I've seen the book.
0: And one of the things was to... And mind you, I did not mention this to Mike at all. I, I you know, I kept Mike focused on the world of myth. Um, so he didn't know that I was looking for a book or I didn't even really know that I was looking for a book. I just I had read your book and I like this is the book to build the foundation. And that's what happened. <coughs> we went for <forward. laughs> right
1: place, right time.
0: It literally was. Um <laughs> We we went forward and I, I, I offered you the six six month deal, right? That's what I did. Yeah, you
1: told me I had to uh before you would publish my book well you said you were gonna publish it, but before you would launch it, I had to do six months of stories on the world of myth and kind of build
0: a fan base.
1: A fan base, yeah. Build a fan base, get people out there Introduced to my writing style.
0: Now, mind you, when I I brought her on, and and December eleventh, the book launched to I feel like really well uh, response to the readers and to the public in general. People just really sucked it up. So mm-hmm. I I have even higher hopes for book <laughs> two. Oh, um, but. Okay, so December 11th, your book came out. You, you're you now a published author. But December... The
1: pre-sales were really good.
0: Yes, they were. But before December... Um, or not before December, but also in December, something happened. Uh, Mike... Actually, it was November. November. Let me back up. I'm jumping ahead of myself.
1: Yeah, it was November.
0: Uh, November, Mike...
1: Because Mike had
0: started in November of twenty seventeen, even though we didn't put out an issue until December, officially he started working in November, so when he he came to november he he was finished uh being the editor he had finished his contract, and you know he did a year he's and that's what we agreed to originally he's like i'll I'll give it a shot for a year, and we'll see what happens so yeah, then I was like in in tradition from everybody literally the only person that was not picked was mike by the previous editor and that was because there was no previous editor in the time gap you know for the world of myth so terry who was the first editor picked steve and then steve picked sarah and then after sarah there was a gap and then mike came in i mean there's more intertwined because i know terry and yeah. steve go back and forth a couple times but then there was a gap between sarah and mike but then in tradition mike nominated you now mind you when i uh-huh. first met yeah.
1: you <laughs> he didn't nominate me he voluntold me yeah pretty much <laughs> huh yeah you're doing this all right
0: so in the process of all of this, you've already kind of worked into the family as a podcaster, mm-hmm. and in fact, this week you just came out with episode forty of the World of Myth Bits.
1: I know, holy! I still I still can't wrap my brain around that. Forty episodes already.
0: And again, there was no plans. There was no plans on for me, and, and from you either, actually. To, no,
1: no, this, that was Mike's baby. That was Mike's idea.
0: Um to to do that and then November he he actually walked away from both the podcast and mm-hmm. the magazine. Yeah. And then you took over as managing editor. Now, yeah. as coming into managing editor spot, what was your thoughts? What what
2: was your <laughs> I goal? I was
1: terrified. I was terrified. Um my goal was to kind of um, keep things moving as they were and build on what like the foundation that was already there, bring in new writers, keep all the writers we already had, bring in new artists and just kind of build it until it was, you know, bigger and bigger and better.
2: <laughs> that, ha-
0: that happened on the first month that you were managing editor and it yeah, has no,
1: nobody knew me <laughs>
0: <laughs> well uh, that's not true because people okay, they knew
1: my writing style
0: right but now i mean as to the point where okay so that was we're literally looking at eight months you've been you were ma- managing editor mm-hmm. for eight months now and it just kept going up and up and up and up and up as far as submission wise and every month i am like elbows to you know a you know what holes yep in submission coding (laughs) and it just keeps getting better and better so 15 years is approaching for the world of myth how exciting it is and (laughs) i felt that it was time we when terry started he wasn't managing editor. He was the editor in chief. And when Mike took over or not Mike, when Steve took over, he was the editing or editor in chief. And and then in the process, things became kind of corporate. And then there was like one editor in chief above <laughs> what?
1: I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh. I'm sitting here nodding as you're talking and I can hear Mike's voice in my head going, they can't see you. They can't hear you <laughs> nodding. <laughs>
2: Sorry. Sorry, You're fine.
0: You're fine. Um, We had changed things around because we made one editor in chief over all publishing brands. So that was anything that had to do with publishing. There was one editor in chief. Mm -hmm. And then under the editor in chief was managing editors. And that's where it all started. And it's been 15 years. And I felt like it was time to bring things full circle because we've, talked about this personally and and you know i don't want it to be corporate i don't want a corporate feel that's you know like i just it's a family it's not a corporation it's not a business it's a it's a family yeah but there's there's a level of respect that comes along with it and for all the work that you've done and the the heights that you've brought the magazine I award you the highest honor that I can give you within the magazine, within the publishing of my realm, and that is the Editor-in-Chief.
1: And here we're back to being terrified again. (laughs) But there's really nothing. Go ahead. I get an an assistant, so.
0: I was just about to say that. You get an assistant.
1: I can take it out on him.
0: (laughs) So do you have any plans?
1: Do I have any plans? Anything um, new? Um, well, I did change the intro on the magazine. Mm-hmm. And I did that this month to kind of get a feel for what people would think. Uh, because I do the review of the magazine every month on the podcast, I kind of felt it was redundant. And I was repeating myself doing the review in the intro and then doing the review on the podcast. And I couldn't say all I wanted to say in the intro because, you know, the coder only gives me so much space. (laughs) (laughs) So I felt the intro was better served to introduce our new members, the Mm -hmm. new writers, the new artists congratulate our member of the month and our featured article writer, And, um, the person whose artwork made cover that month and just kind of keep it short and sweet and to the point, and then they can go into the magazine and then they can read everything and then listen to my podcast about my opinions on the magazine and how I feel about each story and what each story is about and all of that.
0: Most people love, actually, I, 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 I would say all just about everybody that there's never been really no negative feedback on your reviews. Everybody loves your, your, your reviews and get, you always the pod, get yeah, the pod. yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I've had nothing but positive feedback on um the podcast reviews. They like, because I can put the emotion and inflection into my voice that I feel for that particular story and the excitement for that particular story that you can't, put in words unless you use a whole lot of words right so Uh, i enjoy doing it i get to get up close and personal
0: i was just about (laughs) that no i was just about to ask what what do you find more entertaining what do you look forward to do you, you the editing part being the editor or being the podcaster what do you find that's pulling you
1: um Honestly, I'd have to say it's it's kind of a they're neck and neck. Are they? Because I every time I check the uh, magazine email and I see like there's like a number beside like two emails or three emails or whatever, I get excited and I jump right in there and I don't always reply right away, but I do check out the emails right away and I'm like,
2: yay, we got this story, and, yay, we got that, and, oh, we got a sci-fi, and,
1: you know, and then. As people know, on on Sundays, I sit down and I go through everything and I reply to everybody and that I love because I don't do – when I'm writing, I don't do a lot of reading. And so being the editor gives me an opportunity to have an excuse to read. (laughs) Right. You know, something other than what I'm working on.
0: When you're editing, does something – have you come across anything that has inspired you to,
1: to write? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um
2: like? I'm not
1: gonna pick favorites, of course, but they're the fantasy stories always because I write fantasy. Right. But lately, um I have been reading the sci the sci fi stories and I, I believe I told you about this idea. It did inspire a sci fi story that I'm working on.
2: That's why. Because I that's... don't
1: write sci-fi. I don't write sci-fi. <laughs> but I was at the gym in the shower, and I looked down the drain, and it inspired a sci-fi story. So.
0: So you're act you yeah. are actively working on that.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's a little more difficult for me to write because I'm not used to writing sci-fi. Right. I've never written sci-fi, so this is my first attempt at sci-fi, and I'm hoping that. It'll be done for the fifteenth anniversary issue. <laughs> so.
0: And that's where I was going next is, and that's kind of a funny thing about our relationship is that it seems like you always know where I'm heading. So that, that always mm-hmm. it always works. Even I guess even now as podcasting, you know where I'm heading. Um, I. Do.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> working into the fifteen year anniversary, we have such. A a big. We have a lot on our plate this this issue. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't lie, I, I I sit and I try not, I try to take things one at a time, you know, because if not, a lot of people don't know, but I'm a bundle of nerves. Stephanie knows this.
2: <laughs> no, really, I wouldn't have guessed in a million.
0: But uh, <laughs> if if I don't approach something one at a time, I'm just gonna go ah, you know. Yeah, she's yeah. like, you know, calm down, chill, breathe, I'll keep
1: you grounded. Yeah, focus on this. Focus on this. Get this done. Move on.
0: But uh, we have a, a big eps uh episode shift into publishing, not podcasting. Issue seventy six. Well, that's
1: gonna be a big episode too.
0: Oh my God, yes, for the world of Mythbits podcast. You're yeah, you're gonna have to cover everything. Oh yeah. Ooh, but you'll have oh, yeah. a you'll have an actual printed magazine to go through.
2: No, I won't,
1: because the podcast will come out right after the magazine's released, so I won't have
2: the printed copy yet.
0: You'll have you you know the publisher. You'll get a printed. That's true.
2: You get a printed copy. That's that's true. That's true.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But um, and that's that was what I was saying is is that we are actually going to put out a published version of the magazine. And. I know this is a little okay we are working on a sponsorship but we already have one ad that is going to be in the the world of myth pages of, of issue 76 and I found this out last <laughs> night after after we stopped because we shoot
1: I mug I <laughs> her until, I fell like, asleep yeah <laughs> Passed out mid conversation. Yeah, that's okay.
0: <laughs> I, I bug her until like three o'clock in the morning, her time, because.
1: Yeah. It's midnight, your time.
0: <laughs> yeah. I've been struggling with insomnia lately. But that's a whole other.
1: Me too. Hence why I'm still awake at three o'clock in the morning.
0: <laughs> but, um, Jay, my son Jay, not reviewer Jay, um, he. Coincidentally, will be finished with his online game that he's been working on for like the last three years. And awesome. it will be finished September sixth is his goal. And I'm like, Are you kidding? And he's Ooh. like, No. And he asked me, he goes, Will you pub will you will you promote my game? I'm like, son, I will do whatever it takes to help you, you know, boost oh, yeah. your game. So Jay's want to play it. <laughs> Bloodstream Battles um Bloodstream he has two versions I I don't know because it's so intricate and I and it's hmm. funny because growing up I was dad I was the one that allowed him to play on the computers and and he crashed so many computers but I was always able to to build them you know make them put them back together Yeah now he's doing stuff that I'm like Darrr.
2: <laughs> you know, I
1: know. I, there's been times you've actually had to ask him to come and help you because you can't figure out what's gone wrong, and yes. a few keystrokes. Like there you go. Yes, he's, he's gone again.
0: <laughs> but now, and I'm I'm trying not to get emotional, but um, it's all intercircled. You know, it um, his baby is coming out the same yeah. time my baby came out, and yeah. And You know, he's, he started his own business. I've started my own. He's, he's a good kid. Go ahead.
1: It's, it's kind of, I'm I'm just giving you a moment to uh, (laughs) breathe. (laughs) It's, it is kind of an emotional moment when you see your child no longer as, a child i mean they're still your child but you see them as an adult yeah going out there going after their dreams accomplishing their goals and trying to make an adult life for themselves yeah you know, like yeah it's pretty awesome
2: it
0: is and um i think one real because i know i never get emotional especially on this show or in life unless you like know me behind the scenes
1: um yeah like i do <laughs> and you do get emotional every time you talk about Jay or talk about your girls.
0: For for Jay, and then we're going to move on, but um, the reason why I get emotional talking about my son is he's high-functioning autistic. You can go to his Twitter page, and, and, and that's one of the things that he's just like, he's owned it. You know, that's like the first thing he says is, I'm an autistic kid or something like that. And when he was six months old and we went to Loma Linda University, um... They they told the the specialists, and I don't know if you know how renowned out here is is Loma Linda is considered the best in the United mm-hmm. States, and so when the best in the United States says your child will never walk, they'll never talk, they'll never they'll be a vegetable essentially, and to see him graduate high school with an above mm-hmm. 4.0 average. To see him start his own company, to see him excel in life, when they said that he couldn't do he won't he wouldn't be able to do something as simple as feed himself. It that's what causes the emotion inside me. So he's going to have an ad in the world of myth. I haven't figured out how I'm gonna work. Um because we are also working on a gentleman um who owns a beef company a beef company, a beef jerky company. And we're looking for sponsorship, too. So Mm -hmm. if we have two, I I have to figure out maybe put like a side banner or something on the the magazine because, you know, it needs to be on the magazine, too. More so, I think, than in in the actual printed magazine, because that way you'd be able to click on the link and take you where you need to go.
1: I mean, we get enough sponsors. I'm just throwing this out here in the middle of this podcast. We can always ha- add a page and have an ad page.
0: We used to do that. Um, back in the day when we had so many sponsors, we actually yeah. had you, – you click affiliates is what it was called. And you yeah. click on it, and then it, it literally had all the ads. Um, yeah. Also – You can
1: do banners, top, banners
2: on the bottom. Banners, banners, banners. Yes. <laughs>
0: I've got a – I, it just kind of occurred to me the level of how much work this is that just that little thing is gonna you know I have to do, but um
1: why you are the coder <laughs> <laughs> and I am not.
0: So for issue seventy six, the fifteen year anniversary, what what kind of uh, what do you have planned? What anything special that you have planned?
1: My sci fi story. Um, I'm trying to bring in. A lot of the original authors mm-hmm. that have been with the magazine along throughout the years, um, not an easy task because a lot of people have moved on to other things and and that and all of our current writers and bringing in new writers and new artists and all our current artists and I want to really showcase what the world of myth is all about. Because we're not just fantasy. We're not just sci-fi. We're not just horror. We're not just artwork. We're not just reviews. We are everything. And I want—I really want to show um, people that the magazine supports not just the writing, but the writers right. as well. Right. I want to give them the best platform to showcase their art.
0: It's... And we discussed it. Oh gosh, we discuss a lot of stuff. We really do. We do. Um,
1: I think that 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 comes from talking every day, all day.
0: Because I always, I was teased. I was like, "You're, you're one of my high advisors," and, and we were laughing because I said that I was going to run for president when I get, you know, older. And
1: <laughs> it, yeah, but you wouldn't get voted in because you had a Canadian advisor. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> Free healthcare, eh? Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But it, let's see. I, I was. Where was it going, Steph?
1: We were talking about plans for the 15th anniversary edition.
0: Okay. Um, so you're doing a sci fi. Oh, we were talking about um, promoting the, the writers and, and not just. Yeah. One of the things that I think is worth noting, and yes, this is very world of myth centric uh, episode, but uh, trust me, there's I I have a whole another we're jumping into a whole another platform in just a minute. Is um, <laughs> if you're a writer, we of course we want content, but we want how do I say this? It's it's more personal than than, than just wanting your writing.
1: It's no. I, I we want to see our writers. Um, we want to showcase their best. Right.
0: Well, that. But I'm saying is we we don't want. We're not looking to like. Okay, we got your story. We're gonna put it in the anthology and go sell it. You know, that's not our goal. It's not.
1: No, it's not. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's um. We want to. Sh- we're not in this to make make. We're not in this to make money. I mean, the magazine's for free. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to pay to put your story in it. You don't have to pay to have people read it. You don't have to pay to post it wherever. Right. It's free.
0: It is free. And that is one thing that all it says in, and I. I it's funny because it's right here, the book. <laughs> the book. Is it says, always, always free. And that's the way it, it is meant to be.
1: Go ahead. And I know this expression is used a lot, um, and it's it's used in sometimes disparaging ways, but it really is good exposure. It is. And I speak from experience. When I came to the magazine, I was an absolute nobody. Nobody outside of my family had ever read anything that I'd ever written, didn't know who I was. And I'm now a published author with book sales and with, like, incredible download numbers on the Kindle version. And I have strangers that, you know, send me messages and emails. When's book two coming out? I can't wait for book two. And, you know, I really hated this character. And you did good. (laughs) You know, so. They go to the magazine and they read. My stuff on the magazine. So it is, yeah, it's great exposure. Uh, you were almost
2: there. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Also, she is going to conventions as keynote and guest speaker. Yes. And yes. one of the things that I think that is amazing is is that she tells a story on, do you remember what uh, ish, or episode it is of the World of Mythbits about the it's it's called Post Ed Astra I know it's that one and it's about um a girl coming to specifically she goes straight to Steph specifically for her book
1: that was the Elmbell street fair
0: Oh was it okay so it's it's yes, it was the, the episode street after fair. that one
1: Yeah it was the bell so that would have been 39 episode 39
2: Okay cuz i just
1: did 40 And she had gone online and Googled all the authors that were going to be at the Elmvale Street Fair, went on Amazon, read their blurbs, went to wherever they had stuff posted, their writing. So she would have gone to the magazine, read the stories, read the, the previews, and came searching specifically for me and a couple of other authors to specifically buy our books.
0: How did that make you feel? How did that make you feel from literally one year ago, from from that point? I mean, a little bit over one year ago, to saying this is Dave Montoya, you know, he publishes stuff. I see it. I self edited mm-hmm. myself, and then you know, <laughs> to you know, to literally having somebody walk up and say, "I a want your book." Stranger. Yeah. So how yeah. how does that?
1: It was one of those, and she was the very first sale that day, too. Was she? So, um, yeah, she got there early. She was there, like, doors opened, and within half an hour, she was at my table. Um, it was one of those, if I could put it in in a, a context, it was like angels singing, and oh. one of these, I have arrived. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like a legitimate... I mean, I felt like an author before, but having a complete stranger specifically come looking for me right. to buy my book because she wanted to continue reading what she had already started reading, I don't want to say validated because I don't write to be validated. I don't put stuff out there to be validated, but it right. did. It felt validating. that you know people like me and they like my stuff. And you're... And it was. If I didn't sell another book that day, I would have been quite happy.
0: I was gonna say, and and then you're you were on a high through the rest, rest of the day. Oh,
1: you have no idea. <laughs> I mean, I was actually able to swallow my nerves because I just kept thinking about her and get up on that stage and do the the um the reading reading of the first chapter.
0: Let me plug that. You can actually go to. Uh, the World of Myth Bits, episode 39. After Steph's show is the complete reading of what she did at at the convention. Um, we we put it on there as a bonus. So everything that you know. From now, we, go ahead.
1: I will I will put a disclaimer on that. Um, I did leave some parts out. So if you read the book and you go, that's not what I listened to. Um, there were small children in the audience. So. There were. It was a PG version.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I
1: mean, not that there's anything overly bad in the first chapter. Uh huh. But. There were just things that small children didn't need to know about.
0: Speaking of versions, and you'll see why I'm bringing the version thing into this, because you don't know about it until now. That's one of the reasons why I wanted Something to I don't know. No. Oh, cool. Uh, that's kind of the whole reason why I brought you on the show. Um, so. You have another con coming up. Uh,
1: It's actually an outdoor event. It's the Tall Ships. One more. One
0: more after that. The one on February 8th?
2: PCE, yes.
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And what are we doing at PCE? What What
1: aren't we doing at (laughs) PCE? What are you doing at PCE? I am going to be doing a um, workshop. Mm-hmm. And... I can't say panel discussion because that's the only one up there, and it's basically going to be about how to retain your Canadian identity in an American literary world. Oh, and I'll be signing, and uh, I will have my books there, of course. Oh,
2: you know, my, really? I don't go anywhere without my
1: books, and I will, I will autograph. my yeah.
0: So you're yeah. gonna have, let's see, are you gonna have special edition PCE? copies of your book at the show I think you are
1: oh my god okay yes I am <laughs> so my publisher just informed me <laughs> I will have special edition PCE copies of my book at PCE
0: with a special new cover specifically oh. for PCE oh congratulations it.
2: thank you <laughs> oh my gosh <clears throat>
0: See, I, I, I dropped
2: no, I need a moment.
0: <laughs> I dropped the the hint to her a while ago um, about doing pocketbooks because she had reached a level where we go and we start looking at pocketbooks. Um, you know, you have to sell so many in order to move on, and that's just the way the publishing works. And mm-hmm. she has reached that number. I
2: reached that level?
0: Yes. And <laughs> we are moving forward with the special edition PCE pocketbook. And they will be available specifically oh and only at PCE where you can get them signed by Miss Stephanie Barty.
1: So there this you go. My husband would get upset. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You have no idea. Holy crap.
0: And then. Uh, so that was
1: kind of my goal from the beginning. What? I wanted the pocket. I wanted the pocketbook.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're getting a pocketbook. It's happening. Yay! <laughs> Within everything that I, I'm doing, I'm pulling a little bit of time aside, and and uh, I have to reformat your book. So.
2: Mm-hmm. But I. It's happening. <laughs> Yay. <laughs>
0: um, also, I've been informed because well, this is it's actually really well. It's not really early now, but I I got up really early. Um, my business days have been starting earlier and earlier. And um, I am also supposed to inform everybody that is involved in the theology 2 that Ooh. it is moving forward. All 13 stories have finally been selected. Jesus, you know. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it,
0: it, it only took long enough, Al. Gee, man. Um. Anyway, so... I
1: could have made that story a book by now.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that book is coming out. I don't know what he's pushing for, but I know that um, he, he said that he's got to get the contract sent out to everybody, and then he's moving forward. Um, we had a, a long discussion about like the editor and, and um, you know situations that's happened and Mm -hmm. and what's going on. And, and, uh, you know, he's, he's trying to put together himself now, uh, like a little convention in his area. So cool. But anyway, he's moving forward. So your, your story is in that book.
1: Yes, it is. And it's totally different from all the other stuff that I'm writing.
0: So. Uh, I will plug that obviously when it comes out.
1: Yay. <laughs> I'm definitely going to be getting a copy because, you know, I want to fill up my bookshelf with books that I'm in and books that I've written. So, um,
0: I'm actually going to take a moment and I'm going to plug <laughs> and say my story's in there too.
1: Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And it's a good one. I know. Cause I read it.
0: <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> see i've al is my best friend he's been my best friend and come march next year we've been best friends for 20 years so wow we've you know we we just do shit to irritate um although there's gonna be a beep
1: yep there will be oh you will getting in trouble
0: um we do actually i'll just do this we do stuff to irritate each other because well that's what we, you know friends do you know, and he's mm-hmm. like, I need a, a three thousand words. You know, I'm like, okay. So what did I send him? I think it was what almost nine thousand. Oh, was it eight yeah. <laughs>
1: thousand? It was like eight thousand words.
0: He's like, I didn't want well, you, you got... to write the book. I just wanted a story. I said, no, there you, you got go. got
1: close to five thousand. And like okay, can I have five thousand? And he's like, okay. And then yeah, no, I'm just keep going. <laughs> But you couldn't – I've, like I said, I've read the story, and you couldn't have made it any shorter. It needed to be the length it was in order to tell that particular story. I could have honestly gone a lot, lot further. Oh, no. I know you could. I know you could because I even had questions when it was over. I'm like, wait a minute. I <laughs> think you're ending it there.
0: So – so that is Monster Ethology Two. Steph and I are both in it. Um I don't know the lineup. Uh let's see, what else? I also wanted to cover now since we're talking about books and publishing, I think this kind of this next piece works in well. And we're going to an hour, by the way. It looks like it.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, we haven't talked about anything nerdy yet.
0: Uh well publishing and books are nerdy. Yeah, all right. But uh, so I was it this year I was planning on putting out the end, the, the first book of the end, and I decided not to yeah. because. Go ahead.
1: No, I was agreeing with you.
0: Oh, OK, um, because I felt like, number one, I wrote it, you know, many years ago. So I feel that I could add more to it. And instead of putting it out in three books, I'm just going to put it out in one big, epic Mondo Bondo book. So doing mm-hmm. that eliminated the book from the schedule, from the print schedule, and opened up a whole new spot. And I was trying to figure out what I was going to do. And make a very long story short, I came up with the idea of let's hold a contest, and whoever wins the writing—well, con- it wasn't a writing contest. It was a a contest because it was open to everybody: artists, yeah, it was poets, open to artists, writer. poets yeah and whoever won would get that
2: spot, yeah,
0: and now like the specifically, how do I say this? Nobody knows like okay, I'm gonna say that Steph was one of the judges and one step of of the process, yeah, but yeah. Steph didn't know the other two judges.
1: And I had no idea, like, when I was looking at what I was looking at for my portion of the judging, I just want to let them know. I had no idea who wrote what.
0: Yeah, because I took out the names.
1: Yeah, all the names were taken out. So it was solely judged on what was in front of me.
0: And I the reason I bring this up is because it was actually an email question. And um, so, like we're going into the semifinals why we have three more judges mm-hmm. those judges don't know who who did what and they don't know who the other judges are and that mm-hmm. makes it fair to me i feel like it makes it more fair there's no chance of biasness um yeah, yeah. but going into the semifinals which means you're down to your final two um
2: what that's on you dude <laughs> yeah that's yeah
0: That's i got a lot of reading once because i have to read the all the manuscripts to yeah. to make the decision but for you um you know obviously it was open the first one if we do it again which we are going to do again it's going to be revamped it's going to be outside of the world of myth um i but i wanted the first time around to be specifically for our writers of the world of myth
2: mm-hmm.
0: um mm-hmm. How do you feel going through the the process of going into the world of myth building your fan base and getting a, a a book how do you feel I'm trying to think of how to word this correctly for the winner what what do you what do you foresee for the winner
1: well first of all, I want to say where the heck were contests like this when I was trying to get published because <laughs> most contests they want you to pay like $250 just to submit your story yeah. your query your que- no your query ah. and if your query is rejected you're done and you lose your money but um i foresee I- great things for the winner you know it's it's an incredible opportunity for one you are getting your book published period published and that's huge to a writer but you've already got a fan base because they've been writing in the magazine right so they've got followers they've got people that they don't even know that are going to want to buy their book and read their book so i think it's having gone through the process myself um of building a fan base on the world of myth and then having a book come out. It's almost like guaranteed sales. At least a few of them. <laughs> so I think it's, it's, it's an incredible opportunity.
0: And I, I say this, and I, I literally gave this line to Stephanie, is there is a difference between being successful and accomplishing your dreams and selling a gazillion books those are two mm-hmm. different things and people need to understand that. I just feel like I need to throw that out there that yeah. that those are two different things. being a published author, selling your books and being you know on a New York Times bestseller list is two different objectives.
1: Oh yeah, like most writers that I know um, we write because we love writing and we can't not right right there are constantly stories in our head that we have, and we don't get them out of our heads they're going to explode out of our heads um we don't do it to get rich nobody goes into a writing career
0: to get <laughs> to rich, get quick. rich yeah. except me
1: or get rich at all <laughs> that just doesn't happen except for you
0: <laughs> except for me yeah but i was what i was 13 so yeah i was dumb yeah.
1: um but you still have a love of writing I do. You just learned how to capitalize on that, love.
2: Yes. <laughs>
1: Corporate America. Um, USA, USA. <laughs> <laughs> but to have your work published is almost like the cherry on top of the cake. To, finish, to write the words at the end when you're done, that manuscript. Mm-hmm. And then to have somebody say, yeah, that manuscript is good enough. I want to make a book. And then to hold that book in your hand is accomplishment enough. If they sell great. And it's a wonderful feeling when people, I mean, I'm not knocking the economic side of being an author. At right, all. right. No, <laughs> you know, I mean, I did the happy dance and the squee and the jumping for joy when I got my first Royalty check. That was wonderful but having strangers read your book and enjoy your writing um it's it's yeah it's like a the cherry on top of the cake of the dream of becoming a writer if you write you're already a writer yes authors authors get paid
0: <laughs> that's Very little, that's geez. that's the the key to it i mean is that you yeah know, You you are a writer, and then your title changes to author, you know, um, once you get a a paycheck in your hand. So.
1: But you never stop being a writer.
0: Right. It's yeah, it's still what you do. It's just what you do. Yeah. Yeah. You got it.
1: (laughs) I'm so smart.
0: (laughs) So let's see. I'm trying to make sure I get everything covered. Um so Oh, 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 oh. Uh there was an email that says Um, well it wasn't email, it was a message because I was talking to somebody and you had uh made the announcement that Mythmaster will be at PCE. And there was a question of is there going to be a chainsawing duel at the Hall of Fame? <laughs> and
2: <laughs> there can't be a duel. I have his chainsaw. He doesn't have his chainsaw.
0: Well, his last his last podcast uh
1: what Gabriella
0: Maybe. No. Oh.
1: Cuz that's when I broke in and stole his chainsaw.
0: There because there's a podcast after that. Um he he makes mention that he got a replacement chainsaw. So he has, he has two chainsaws. I that would work. That
2: one yet.
1: Hmm. Yeah, it would.
0: But to it answer would. that, that query, um, we, we do have armed security on staff. Just,
2: just saying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can be well behaved in public. I'm not exactly sure about him. <laughs>
0: Um let's see. Where do you see Stephanie Barty by the end of
1: next year? The end of next year. Uh two books under my belt. Still editor in chief because I'm not planning on going anywhere unless, you know, my touring schedule gets too um working on my third book well i have several books in the works but working on the third book in the trilogy and still plugging away and growing the world of myth and doing my podcasts Staying as involved in the literary world as I possibly can.
0: I think that's the important thing, is you, you have mm-hmm. to stay connected to your roots. Mm-hmm.
2: And I, it's
1: funny, because I made a joke um, a couple of years ago. My ideal job would be anything involved in with writing or any any part of the literary world would be my dream job. And here I am two years later. I'm editor in chief of an online magazine, and I have a book out, and I podcast. So yeah, my, you know. It uh. I wish came true.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm thinking I'm trying to decide whether or not I want to talk about because we still have a little bit of time. Um, do we talk about what happens if we do really good sales for the publishing published part of the. 76? I mean, there's... Or did I even tell you? Do
1: I know?
2: <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking, do I know? Have we talked about it?
0: <laughs> 2M. Oh, yes.
1: Yes. Um.
2: People are... Like, no, what? let's
1: not give all our secrets away. All right. Just yet.
2: All right. That's all Although I've...
1: that's an exciting one.
0: That's a... It, there's always things per there's always me.
1: stuff going on in the background
0: <laughs> there is and it's goodness um also, I want to take this time to welcome Mike Lutz back home to the Jzo Modcast podcast network
2: <laughs>
0: um, i I'm just I am so happy.
2: Mm -hmm. I I mean, honestly,
0: deep down, Mike is one of the coolest people that you'd ever want to meet and become friends with and to, to have him because, and I say back home because he was him, Rob Bellamy and Jason Bayshard. They were the original crew of the movie Madhouse. Yeah. And when we did our one year anniversary, episode fifty two of Seeing Red, they they did a, a special it was awesome. It really was. They did a special <laughs> plug and they actually sent a video of them doing a plug for uh, you know, episode fifty two. So they were there. They were there in the first year of birth of the Jesus modcast. So that's why I say they're back home, because they were yeah. they were there along the, the, the whole process of building, and building and and it's it's good to have them back home. So.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> My wayward brother has come back.
0: <laughs> we'll have to see if we can get him on. Uh, have him do one more special episode with you. Episode fifty-two, yeah. yes, of of World yeah. of Myth Bits. He'll have to come on and, yeah. and be your guest host.
1: The one year.
0: That'll yeah. be cool. Um, so that's
1: like three episodes. That's in three weeks. No, no never mind. Sorry, my ma- I'm not mathing well today. You
0: have <laughs> you have twelve weeks.
1: I'm not mathing well.
0: Yeah, you still have twelve weeks. Um. So, anything that you want to plug? Where can they find you? Where they can email you?
1: Well, if you're looking for magazine stuff, you can email me at stephaniebardy at theworldofmyth.com. dot com. Which just dawned on me. I never plug that email address on my podcast. No, I never do. Huh. I really should. Yeah. Um, you can find me on the World of Myth Bits. On Twitter and on Facebook, mm-hmm. you can find me on the World of Myth Magazine on Twitter and Facebook. You can find me on Twitter at Luke B. You can find me on Facebook at Author Stephanie Barty. Instagram Stephanie Barty Author, or it's the other way around. You really should check one of these days. <laughs> and if you want to email me about um, my book, about, on about an author your book, level, yeah. shut up. <laughs>
0: That came out um, really um, Canadian. A bought my book.
1: It, it did. It did.
2: Um,
1: I blame my daughter because a message popped down as I was talking and it distracted me. Ah. You can email me at stephaniebardy1972@gmail.com. At
0: Very cool. Thank you. I literally I was just sitting here and I just I wanted to to surprise Steph because. I had just looked at my email and the pocketbook approval email came in. And I was like, how am I going to do this? So yes, this entire, <laughs> uh, this whole entire episode was based on the fact that I wanted to surprise Stephanie about her pocketbook PCE version. And, but I had fun. I always enjoy talking to Steph. Um, we, we do, we talk a lot and she not only has become a great advisor, a great editor. She's been, a a dear friend and I'm, I'm very, very fortunate to have her a part of my existence. So thank you.
1: Oh, thank you. Well, thanks for taking a chance on an unknown Canadian,
0: (laughs) you know, and I, I said this before and I'll say it publicly is I, I built, I rebuilt my brand on your back and thank you for for being an awesome writer because when I read your book and I'm not blowing smoke up your ass and I can say that you know <laughs> as, as a PG version is when I read your book, I knew, I knew it was you. It was your book. And I could have rolled the dice on somebody else and failed and it might have just everything would have, Just flopped and i just would have walked away and said oh well well there it is but the fates had their hands in it and they're like you're Mm -hmm. the one so thank you because without you nothing would have been rebuilt we weren't we wouldn't be (laughs) we wouldn't be where we're at i mean i'm just being honest because you know if if the book would have flopped i would have lost my investment i would have lost you know, I there's you know, it it could have been a mm-hmm. bad, bad situation, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It's done well, and it's because of mm-hmm. your skill, and I thank you.
1: Thank you. Well, thank you. Um Holy crap, for the first time ever I am speechless. <laughs> <laughs> thank you.
0: You're very welcome, thank you. It's mm-hmm. it's always fun around here, kids. Um we're always involved in something. Jump over to let's see when does this come out? It comes out tomorrow. So jump over do well, we got Thursday. We're hopefully now hopefully there is a new. I I brought in two new podcasters, and I know they are super super busy because the the one podcaster Anthony does his own his own podcast outside of the network. So, and he's just like, he's, I know, I trust me. I know how busy he is. And, but yeah. I brought him and his brother in and they're supposed to take over an old show. And hopefully that <laughs> will be, the first episode of that will be tomorrow. I'm hoping I'll find out Uh, sometime today. I'll drop an email and find out.
1: I'm excited to hear it. I really am. Yeah. I'm excited.
0: So I'm not dropping any titles or anything because I don't know nope. if it's gonna happen yet. So I don't want anybody to to not. And if it does, it'll pop up in your feed. If you don't follow us, follow us on Jayzel Modcast on Facebook and on Twitter. It's J A Y Z O M O D C A S T, Jayzel Modcast, and follow like do all that nice stuff and you'll know what we're talking about again i want to thank stephanie barty for coming in and sharing an hour and just having fun i mean anytime we talk we have fun even if it's just random thank
1: you for making my day and choking me up
0: (laughs) (laughs) so for this week for the uh, oh see i've been doing i'm doing way too many podcasts I almost said the ah. wrong show. No, this isn't all about business. Well, actually, it was about business, but it that wasn't wrong show.
2: Nope.
0: So, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am Try David again. K. Montoya. <laughs> Dang! See, I just did it again. Okay, take two. No, that would be take three, huh? Take three. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> For the my public life as an American nerd, I am your host, David K. Montoya.
1: I am Stephanie Bardy, your guest.
0: <laughs> and as always, I bid you
2: adieu.